With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Pirelli tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. That's TireRack.com, TireRack.com, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of smoking audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. Greetings and welcome inside. Happy Wednesday, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Oh! Yeah, let's go! Both Mike and I today learning the trials and tribulations of what it's like to do a guillotine (laughs) fantasy league and how difficult bidding on free agents can possibly be. (laughs) You know, I got to be honest. Listen, you know, I've been doing fantasy now for about 25 years, and I knew you've been doing it right around the same amount of time. I never thought there would be something new that could come up that would be, hey, this this can really become a really interesting thing and take your focus away. But this guillotine league that you and I are doing with Fabiano, a bunch of other industry people, it's the only league I really care about. I, I 
have paying so much attention trying to figure out how much to bid on free agents and here are the guys that are chopped off after week one and star players are out there and then I, I figure out who to bid on this week because you know, the lowest the lowest scoring team gets knocked out and like Ezekiel Elliott was out there and Justin Jefferson was out there and, and Jamar Chase was out there so I'm like okay so we have a, I have a thousand dollars in money to, to, to bid over the course of the season so I bid like 150 bucks on Jefferson like 150 bucks on, on, on Chase I'm like ah who am I going to get I didn't get anybody and I'm like, yeah. yeah, okay, I didn't get my guys. Then I look at you, and you used up 957 of your $1,000 yeah, on free agents. You got everybody, but you have no money left. Well, I, I didn't get everybody. <laughs> if I'd gotten Jefferson, I'd been that much Ooh. better. But it's like I, Josh Allen was available. Yes. And Elijah Mitchell, who was the, the king of everybody. I'll tie it, all of this together in a moment. And, and look, if you don't play fantasy football, you're still, you're still interested because this is you know a commodities market let's just put it into the real world for a minute we're, we're moving widgets uh it's the old economic model uh but you're trying to bid right it was uh jefferson chase elijah mitchell ezekiel elliott josh allen uh dallas goddard uh i forget who else there's like five or six other guys rondale moore was one of them so it, it's one of those if they'd put in they'd, they'd forgotten to put in their lineup basically so they get eliminated with the lineup that probably would have saved them even with off weeks from most of those guys, but they go to waivers. So I take the thousand dollars and I'm like, all right, my squad, this is the one where I lost Dobbins um, off the jump. And, and also um, line, who was the other running back? Uh, Travis Etienne. Line. So my two start- line. My, my, yeah. So my two starting <laughs> running backs go down before the season. So you're like, alright, I was lucky. I think I got four points out of Tony Pollard and a zero out of Marlon Mack. Alright, that's not going to work. So I'm like, alright, I've got to overbid for Mitchell and Josh Allen. I'm like, alright, I'll throw some bids out there thinking I've, I've done enough leagues where it's a, a free agent acquisition budget of 100, so like the percentages will go kind of the same, which means you've got to go hard for these players, and instead I win them all and spend $957. But as I told you... you got no money left. Yeah, You're yeah. the guy that goes into Vegas, alright, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good, and then a half hour in, how you doing? I'm going back to the room, I, I'm out of money. What do you no. mean? Yeah, I'm out of well, money. I, no, I lost all no, my money. Yeah, and I can't take any more <laughs> out from the ATM. No, look, the, the, the philosophy I've always had, and I've espoused it on this show for as long as we've been going and as long as I've been on Fox Sports Radio. You're always looking at the waiver wire, even if your team is solid, because there's always going to be one player or more on your bench that are more or less placeholders. And if someone suddenly starts getting more of a target share or a touch share in the backfield, they're better off rotting on your bench than showing up in a lineup to beat you. So spending the 957, look, I'm all in. Like if all of a sudden I have a spade of injuries or whatever lineup I choose goes to hell in a given week, that's on me. I went down swinging as opposed to, I don't know, my opponent this coming week picking up Josh Allen and he scores 50 against me and sends yeah. me home anyway. Yeah. Right? So it, it's it, that's my philosophy is like you go, home, go hard or go home because you don't know how many weeks you're going to be able to survive. I was near the bottom because of the running back debacle. And even though Justin Herbert had a nice week, he only scored one touchdown. Down. So it wasn't a big effort. Uh, you know, you barely stayed above the proverbial cut line and stayed out of the free agent graveyard. So I went all in and, and really did not expect to win all of those players. I was just shocked. 
you want everybody, and now you got forty three bucks to navigate well, the next sixteen weeks. <laughs> well, but that's just it. If I'm still around, then God bless me. But I've I've now solidified my bench to where I think there's only one or two spots where yeah. I would legitimately look to turn somebody over unless the guys got hurt. But by way of contrast, two of my industry leagues, uh, Elijah Mitchell in one league went for a hundred bucks. So someone spent their full one hundred dollars on him, mm. and in the other league, someone wow. spent eighty two. Whew. Which percentage-wise is more than I spent Man. on any one player in this league, Ugh. right? So they're banking on him not only to be the guy, but to stay healthy and not and assume that Trey Sermon doesn't eventually get out of the doghouse and start playing, or that Hasty doesn't start to play. Yeah, like there's still other mouths to feed. So a big bet there is, yeah, Mitchell may be the guy, but he's not the only guy, and we know how San Francisco works. Eventually, he's gonna. Shanahan will screw you over like Belichick has low these many years. Now, let me say this before we get into before we get into a big story out of the NBA. I'm going to talk to two people very specifically right now, two people that really I want them to listen. They are your daughters, Eleanor and Madeline. All right. Uh If you two think 50 years from now. All right. Hey, all right. You know, let's see what my dad left us inheritance. There's going to be nothing left. He will have spent all of it. There will be nothing left. There will be the equivalent of 43 fantasy dollars for the two of you. So just understand that knowing at the end, there's not going to be this big windfall. You're not going to find out that, oh, dad had all this extra money hidden away. No, 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 no. It's all going to be gone. He's going to use it all up. It's all going to be gone. Jason, I'll, I'll send you a list of my account. Not the numbers, of course, because I don't trust you as far as I can throw you. I'll send you a list of my accounts and what I'm currently worth. I, th- I think you'll be pleasantly surprised. Yeah, but you're going to use it all up. You're going to use it all up. That's what I mean, because this is your strategy. What, am I trying to acquire free agents? You make it sound all You're like all my dad. Like, like I'm in the middle of the night someone... going out and finding, some, finding love in all the wrong places. As soon as someone gives you or my dad money, whether it's real money or fake money, it's I got to spend. It's burning a hole in my pocket. Categorically untrue. That's good. Categorically happen. untrue. Look, if this actually cost me something, no, did it cost me nine hundred fifty-seven dollars of my own money? Yes, no, it did. It did. It's, com- no. it's coming out of. It's coming out of it. It's not. It comes it, down it to this. Matter. No. You practice no, how you play. I spent the money to try to survive. No. Yeah, no, I spent the money to survive here, Smith. <laughs> So I don't end up below. I don't want to uh, end up uh, in you a cartoon end up alone? graveyard. <laughs> no, in a cartoon uh, graveyard. No, I don't want to end up alone either. Now, that, now no we're getting into left. a weak, pathetic no. place uh, of, <laughs> of where I'm supposed to show some sort of vulnerability. Yeah. And, and Tyshirt's supposed to play some violins behind me. No. Uh, and and no all of that left. stuff. But you got it all cheap. Like I was spending money to, to go find companionship and, no, and, and happiness that way. You, you made it all <laughs> seedy and... Wow. Hey, I'm Mike Harmon. You want to come play fantasy football with me? I can spend a thousand fake dollars really fast. <laughs> There's going to be no money left. There's going to be nothing left. All of it's gone. All of it's gone. You know what, though? I got All this Jordan gone. rookie card that looks beautiful. <laughs> Although, did you, that's the one you stole from Gascon? They're like, nah, nah, now he's no, got, no, no. Now he's got no, a- no, but he kept complaining about oh, that Elway okay. rookie card. It's worth 100 yeah. bucks. Yeah, 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 it's yeah, like, yeah. here's okay. the freaking 100 bucks. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> and I paid for the grading because I, yeah, I was curious to see how it would come back. And it did okay. In the end, it's like 100, maybe $125 card at best. It's like, calm down. 
<laughs> Twitter it out about a fresca, Mike. It's swollen dome. Hey, don't let age beat you. Get M-Drive, the supplement for driven men that supports healthy testosterone levels and boosts your energy. Visit mdriveformen.com. That's mdriveformen.com for 20% off with the promo code SMITH. That's my last name, Smith, S-M-I-T-H, mdriveformen.com. Don't let age beat you. Get M drive. All right, so while we are figuring out guillotine leagues and Harmon spending money yeah. like he like he's never going to get it again. Hey, you know what? Now um, I'm ready to kick your ass. I, so like you you know me and my Josh Allen led squad right. are ready to defeat you. <laughs> Just wait for the bye week. Okay, so uh, one of my greatest <laughs> predictions ever. That okay. is one of those predictions where it's not a 50-50 thing. It's boy, I'm out on a limb with it. I told you when the James Harden trade happened. How many games would the Nets' big three really wind up playing together? I said, overall, overall, I put the number at 50. With the number of times Kyrie Irving leaves the team, he gets injured, James Harden gets injured, uh, Kevin Durant, who knows how he's going to come back, coming back from this. This is a very difficult mix to think, okay, this is a new super team because these guys get bored by basketball very easily and they get very much distracted by other things and plus two of them can't stay healthy. So I told you 50 games. I'm way under that for the first year. I mean, I was so way under. I had like seven regular season games and then like 10 in the playoffs, right? I'm so way under that. And now you get this story today that is not so much like it's going to happen tomorrow, but this is what you want to think about when you think about what I said, 50 games or less, and this is not one of those dynastic teams going to stay together forever. Uh, Earlier today on First Things First on Fox Sports 1, Nick Wright, who hosts that show, put out a tweet that said, there's a handful of Kyrie trades that make sense for the Nets. Whoa. So apparently the Nets are looking to trade Kyrie Irving. I told you that would happen. So apparently he also Nets- didn't watch Sunday night football and yeah. put out some nonsense earlier. So, uh, you know, take it with a grain of salt. But go ahead. But apparently the <laughs> Nets may be looking into trading Kyrie Irving. However, his agents have made it known that Kyrie would simply retire from the NBA if Brooklyn were to trade him. That's a pretty big deal. That's a pretty big thing to put out there. Kyrie has responded by responding to the tweet by saying a puppet, like you know, Nick Wright is being manipulated to say what he wants to say. <laughs> uh, he also had to go out and, and clear and clear off his tweet when he said, my mask is off, now take yours off, no fear. He had to tell everybody, no, 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 it's not a COVID thing. This is about stop being something you're not and stop lying to yourself, discover the real you. It's not a mass COVID thing. Everybody relax. This is just today. For Kyrie, this is September fifteenth for Kyrie Irving, and we're already dealing with maybe the Nets want to move on from him. If they did want to move on, we're talking about him retiring from the NBA. This is why I feel really good about my fifty game or less prediction that the three of them will play together. All right, for, first of all, you have the injury history of all three of these players. Right, Kyrie Irving is hurt. James Harden is hurt all the time. Kevin Durant, how much basketball will he be able to play consistently coming off the injuries he's had? Is he going to be able to play the entire season? Will he be able to play in spurts? You have big-time injury history for these three guys. Secondly, you have the knuckleheaded stuff that gets to them off the court. Kyrie Irving left the team two times 
this year. Two times this year. One time so we could do a Zoom, uh, so we could endorse somebody for mayor of New York City. All right? Oh, wait a minute. Well, Why it, is it, it was a bigger thing than a regular season yeah, game, though. Yeah, but still. Yeah, it's true. It is. It is. But well, I think the Nets are paying to play basketball and not do no, a Zoom. I, no, that's true. <laughs> he also left right around his birthday for reasons unknown and well, then came back to the had team. a birthday party. That's true. Hey, oh, you know what? Hey, these we got guys that games. take weeks off for anybody, like distant fourth cousins, they take <laughs> days off for their birthdays. So, so I, I don't know. I, I, I don't condemn him for that either. Listen, these two back-to-backs aren't going to work for me because I got a big party. You know that's my birthday. You can't yeah. Didn't you call the NBA, tell them not to give us a game surrounding my birthday, right? Shouldn't we have a four-day break then? You guys got to make that phone call. So you have that. <laughs> Right? And you have the knucklehead stuff with Kevin Durant, who always appears to be more interested in what is said about him than what he does on the basketball court. Now, these guys always find a way to remind us for a short period of time, hey, oh, yeah, you think this is what we are? Watch this. We'll go on the court for three weeks and play great. And they do that. And they do it for a short period of time. Remember, we're great. Never question us, right? Like they're doing it to prove a point. Oh, when we want to, we can play, right? But the other time, I'm going to do whatever the hell I want to. But always remember, I can kick your ass, right? That's kind of what they do. Because I've known people like that my whole life. Oh, I'm not really invested in this. But oh, now I'll be invested right here for five minutes just to show you that I I can do it. That's kind of who the Nets are. That's right. That's why I can't ever buy the Nets as contenders. I can't pick them to win the NBA title because I don't know that they're all going to be there when it counts. Something invariably always happens to take their focus away from the NBA. Right? This is how it goes. And when you get into the playoffs, James Harden will invariably get tired and not be able to play. And look what happened. He got hurt. And Kyrie Irving got hurt. And KD can't do it all by himself. All right? So just the story today, even if Kyrie Irving's not traded, even if Kyrie Irving is not retired, but you have a story that, hey, the Nets potentially could be looking around to trading Kyrie Irving. And if they do want to trade him, he could retire. So this is, whoa. Now, whether this happens or not, whether this is 80% true or 33% true, this is another situation and instance of Kyrie Irving. Now he's in He could walk away from the game. He could not play. They're looking to trade him. Do they really need Kyrie Irving? This is why that prediction I made of less than 50 games overall for the three of them together, I love that. I, I, I feel so good about that. I could, I could buy the Mets if I would put a bunch of your money that you had free agent-wise <laughs> gone to Vegas and put it on 50 games or less. And when that happens, boom, I would cash in because that had to be a big time uh, all to one. It would be 50 to one, 70, 100 to one, 1,000 to one maybe it was. And I could have put money on that. Then I could walk away. I'd buy the Mets. I'd get a whole new outfield. That's a story for another day. But I could have done that, Mike. I could have been that guy. And now I feel great about this prediction. Yeah, I mean, whenever folks start to try to put on their insider hat when they're not the insider, I just kind of shrug. and like, I'll, I'll wait for the usual suspects to start reporting things from agents uh, and their folks, especially when, uh, well, let's just say there's some antagonism that's gone on uh, with anybody not named LeBron James uh, from certain media sources. Uh, but as soon as you started talking about masks and, and Kyrie Irving, I, I went back to the old philosopher. Uh, Jack Nicholson, 1989, at a certain movie you may know, uh, Batman. Uh, I'm only laughing on the outside. My smile is just skin deep. If you could see inside, I'm really crying. You might join me for a weep. And that's kind of where we're at here with the trio and uh, what Kyrie Irving has to say. It's like, you don't know me. Take your mask off. Uh, where's he? Where is he? He's at home washing his tights or, you know, keep going down the line. Uh, yeah, I, I think uh, we'll, we'll still get to the over, but it's going to be an uncomfortable over. It's going to be a weird kind of year because if you've already got these reports a couple of weeks ahead of training camp, 
no matter whether there's 0.1% validity to them or in your world, 50%. Uh, you, you've got something that the media is going to keep swirling about. Now, uh, perhaps you can take a page out of some of these books. I mean, I know Urban Meyer talked today, but, you know, yesterday. You want to talk to Denver? Nope. No, I'm out. <laughs> and so I, I think you'll have some of those rules. And I, and I wouldn't be surprised to see if there isn't uh, a little less availability from players uh, and a flex that goes on that way as we, we come back out of you know the all the restrictions that were on media, uh, which limited availability, that maybe it stays where it is. But I, I think with, with Kyrie Irving, you, you got a guy who – uh, I, I think he's a smart guy. I think in, in many ways been misunderstood some of the stuff. Yeah, I mean, flat earth or whatever. You know, you, you walk to your, your own drum. Uh, I, I just always find there was one uh, I saw on Twitter. It was the Flat Earth Society. And they their line was that we have people that, you know, espouse to the flat earth uh, principles all around the globe. Mm, Ponder that okay. for a moment. All around yeah. the globe. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, right. What All shape is a globe? globe? Flat, flat earthers. Flat earthers. Around the globe. Uh, yeah. Flat so you say you have those things. Right. But when it comes yep. to playing basketball, like I, I think there was bliss for those wonderful 17 games or thereabouts where the three of them played together. And hopefully he recovers from the ankle injury so we can see more. Because otherwise we don't get the battle of old guys from either coasts. And I need that for my soul. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 
What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, today Urban Meyer said, I am not going to USC. James Franklin could be on USC's radar. What's the truth all? Nobody better to talk to right now than the editor-in-chief founder, Grand Poobah of collegefootballnews.com, your one-stop shopping for college football. Every single bit of preview and analysis you could possibly want it's Pete Futak. He is on Twitter, of course, at Pete Futak. And I knew if I gave a long enough introduction, we'd eventually get Poison playing. Pete, what's happening, man? <laughs> I, all right, help me out here. Who is that? Uh, was that like a Guar or something like that? Who was the other band that you had going there? The Speed Metal. Uh, Tyshirt, what did you have there? What was that song? <sighs> My friend, that was System of a Down. System of the Down with, to- what was that, Toxicity or dis? yeah, right? Or Disorder. BYOB. No, <laughs> system of a down, Pete Futek. System of a down. You, you could say like Applebee's song or something. Right? That look as much as I was a hair metal guy back in the day, I never crossed that line over to the real speed metal world. Uh, it is a it is a hole in my resume, my music resume. Somehow, I do apologize. Plenty no, of time okay. to catch up, Pete. Yeah, it's, it's okay. You know, start off with the sound of metal, the music, the movie with Riz Ahmed, and then go on from there and see if you like speed metal. Um, I can't. I can't okay. get there. It's just okay. that I, I've, I've, I, you know, I, I can't. You can't like everything, uh, and I don't try. I, I've come okay. to that conclusion at this point in my career. Is that how you feel about Urban Meyer? I like you know. Hey, look, I, I've always kind of liked Urban Meyer. Only because he's one on one, he's great at just sort of talking. He just, he just, I know there's issues, I know there's various other problems, but I've always kind of found him to be kind of cool. And he helped keep me into the fact that he knew with about a thousand percent certainty that Ohio State was going to beat Oregon in the national championship game. So, like, I, I always kind of have, I've always kind of liked the guy. He ain't leaving for USC. Look, I like this thought that. The thing standing in between Urban Meyer and the USC job was Clay Helton being employed. Like, oh, now it's open. Oh, well, maybe now Urban Meyer. As if, like, at any one time, if Urban was like, yeah, I kind of want the gig. Okay, that, that, let's go. You know, he would have been the, the USC coach at any time he wanted. He's not leaving movies for TV one game into his Jacksonville career. No, he's yeah, not leaving they, one game in, but yeah. could he leave some point during the season? Is he gonna? Is he really gonna stay all the way to pull a Bobby Petrino? I, why? You know, look, I, the, he's right, and he said as much. That the nice part about NFL 
if he just gets to coach football, he doesn't have to deal with 17-year-old kids and recruiting. And that's what kind of you know, drives college coaches crazy. Either you really love that or you don't. And that's part of the reason why some of these guys, on the one side, if you, you're a college coach, you control everything. And for the control freak nature of those guys at that level, those alpha males, they just love that. If you, you know, want to make a team your way, you just do it. You don't, you don't, you have all the control in the world that you don't have in the NFL. The NFL, you just coach guys and coach football. They go home and you do it again the next day. And you, and once you get that bug, you realize how much easier that life really is. Of course, you know, the story out here is that you don't have control, right, in, in terms of your assistant coaching hires, uh, et cetera. And for now, yeah. every, every, you know, you have James Franklin with whatever the point was of what he had to say. Uh, it's like you can't believe anybody uh, isn't at least taking calls if they're wanted. Oh, first of all, uh, but, yeah, let's, let's get to that point really quick, is that you cannot ever, ever, ever – that you're interested in doing anything else with your life but coaching that football team that you are currently the college football head coach of. You will never hear James Franklin or Luke Fickle or P.J. Fleck or any of these guys ever say anything other than, we want to be here for the rest of my career. I am happy here. Because the second you do, that kills recruiting, at least in their minds it does. So they will never say it even though, of course, they were going to leave for USC if they get offered the job. Are you buying James Franklin being USC's guy? I, I, yeah. I love I, – I, I don't know if – I think Luke Sickle's probably more the guy for right now. I am a huge James Franklin fan, uh, just in every way possible, just because that gig is so different. It's not just about, you know, X's and O's and coaching and all that, which he's obviously got the chops. He's obviously good. Look – the guy took Vanderbilt to a bowl game. I mean, it, he, he won nine games two years in a row at freaking Vanderbilt. And if you remember the Penn State side of things, when he took over, they were, there was talk of death penalty. It wasn't going to happen, but there was at least a discussion about it. They were on a bowl ban. He had nothing going on with that team. So uh, he had, he's been able to overcome a lot to, to really succeed with that program. And he has got the right personality for whatever it's worth. You know better than anybody. That gig in L.A. is a different animal, especially at USC. And if you want to win over the fan bases, you've got to have that personality. Just look what came out tonight. There's a theme coming out, video coming out with him and Keegan-Michael Key where they're, you know, doing this thing at the team meeting. And just you can just tell he's just one of those guys who's got that personality for that gig. Well, on the other side, uh, you've got the UCLA Bruins, and Chip Kelly was once again equated to Wile E. Coyote, super genius, uh, after the yeah. throttling of LSU. Uh, so the, all the uh, USC uh, honks and everybody that you know were spoon-feeding as the next powerhouse when the USC was back to number 14, suddenly they shuffled dirt on that program as quickly as they could and started wearing their blue and gold. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, look, it's, it's amazing how this works. And, I, look, I kind of find, much as I just you know, gushed over Urban Meyer and James Franklin, uh, I generally do not like college football coaches, uh, but I get it when it comes to the pressure that they're under because, look, you lose one freaking game to Stanford and that's it. That's, that's the breaking point. And, like yeah. you said, it's, 
if that's it and that team up in Westwood starts to look good, then the alumni start hearing it from their friends. They get that one text, ha, 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 you know, we beat LSU, and what are you doing losing to Stanford? Yeah, then heads start to roll when it comes to that. So uh, it, it's, it's a tough job. That's why they get paid all that money. Yeah, let me follow up with this real quick, Jason. Uh, uh, I, I riddled the, you know, put this out Monday. It's like, what does it say? Do you have to have a meeting at Stanford that you've hit a point in your, uh, you know, trajectory that a loss to you is considered a, a, the most damning <laughs> thing of a coach? Well, considering they got rocked the week before against Kansas State, and I, I do though think that there is, there's no good time. For a, uh, to fire a college football head coach. If you fire him at the end of the season, then there goes any hope of a recruiting class, and it's a wait and see who's your coach going to be, all that kind of stuff. And it's a, basically a lost year. You fire him now, you still can't get a James Franklin or a, a Luke Fickle yet, but you can kind of know what's going to happen. So again, in the recruiting world, that helps. And you, you just set the tone going forward. Again, there's just no good way to do this. Uh, but look, Stanford's not that far removed from being a Pac-12 powerhouse. I mean, they had the one real clunker two years ago. Last year, they weren't that bad. And, you know, David Shaw's a heck of a head coach. And I, they, I said all along that that four-win total is one of the easiest gifts on the board this year. And, hey, they got one. I didn't think it was going to happen against USC, but they got one of them. Hey, Pete, uh, you know, to get to look ahead to one of the big games this weekend now as the USC drama continues to play out. Florida's going to play two quarterbacks against Alabama this week. Did I miss that Steve Spurrier was taking over the Florida program again? Did I miss that? <laughs> yeah, Doug, yeah, Doug Johnson and Jesse Palmer or whatever it was kicking in. That's good stuff. Danny Werfel and Terry it, Dean. Yeah, sure. I was there. By the way, that's, that is on my resume. I was there at the Auburn game when Terry Dean Heisman candidate got uh, – that was my first ever Florida Gators game. I went there with Gator fans. They lost, and nobody wanted to talk the rest of the weekend. Uh, but – yeah, they, they're going to switch quarterbacks because they have the number two rushing offense in the country. This is interesting because Florida went from this high-powered passing attack where Kyle Trask put up better numbers last year on the same pace that Joe Burrow did during his massive 2019 season. He did it against all SEC teams. And now they're flipping to basically being, you know, not Army, but they've they're got two running quarterbacks who can just take off at any time. I think this is a dangerous game. I, 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 last week we were talking, I kind of said to everybody, I picked Ohio State, but I'm like, watch out, because Oregon's one of those, the few teams that can run uh, with Ohio State, and I love the 14 that they were getting off that. Same with this. I mean, there are a few teams that can athletically hang with Alabama. I think everybody kind of was overblowing that win over Miami, who isn't all that good. And for all we joke about, ha-ha, look at you know, Nick Saban going crazy because his team you know, didn't win by 75 against Mercer, he's kind of right. You know, The guy knows what he's doing. And if he's seeing something that's kind of missing, it's because I think he sees that this isn't quite that be-all, end-all team yet like we think it is. And you lose two-star linebackers. Where they got more where that came from. But still, two-star linebackers going against this running team, I don't think Florida wins, but I do, do not think they get their doors blown off. Can Jack Plummer and company take down Notre Dame getting seven? I, I've, this Notre Dame team is impossible. And, you know, fortunately last week for them, uh, that no 
pollster has Peacock Network because nobody saw them play and then ranked them in the top ten still because that was just an <laughs> awful performance. Uh, they're just not good. Yeah, it just is, That defense is just not getting it done quite yet. There's no running game, and it starts with an offensive line that went through an overhaul. They, they recruited really well. They've got some superstar freshmen who are going to be NFL guys. But they're not there yet, and you can tell because they just are not able to pound away on Florida State. They couldn't handle their pass rush. And Toledo was even able to hold them down. So I think it's more about Purdue and their pass rush with George Kaufman, who's able to get in the backfield on a regular basis. Uh, I do think Purdue could pull this off. I kind of think Notre Dame finds it at the end and they win close. But I think that's going to be a fun, fun battle. Hey, Pete, lastly, the big game, we've we talked about this game for a couple weeks, getting up to it. We watched Oregon beat Ohio State, and you, know, you were kind of all in on Ohio State if they were able to get out of the first two weeks without a loss. Now here they are at 1-1. One and one. Maybe Oregon's pretty good. What do you take away from that big game last week going forward? How awesome is that? Look, it's nothing against Ohio State, nothing against Clemson. Uh, but, look, we're two weeks in. We're in week three, and Ohio State has a loss. Clemson has a loss. You know, Georgia, as good as it is, JT Daniels is probably going to play very soon, but he's already banged up with that core abdominal injury that's not going to be, you know, to go away right away. There's a lot of question marks out there. We're talking about, you know, we're talking about Iowa now as a, as a potential thing. We're talking about UCLA as a potential thing. Oregon is a factor on a national basis. You know, we'll see what happens out again. If Florida were to somehow upset Alabama, then all of a sudden everything goes haywire. And then, you know, before the season we talked, you know, who's going to win the college football playoff? Okay, it's going to be Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, Oklahoma. Now it looks like there might be a shakeup a little bit, and it's going to make the season a whole lot more fun. You can follow him on Twitter at Pete Futek. That is at Pete Futek. CollegeFootballNews.com is your one-stop shopping for everything college football. Pete, as always, buddy, appreciate it. And uh, maybe next time we'll just bring you in with System of a Down from now on. Yeah, go for it. Look, Guar right. follows me. So throw some Guar in there, too, maybe. So okay. That'd be Sweet. Awesome. All right, there you go, Ty Shirt Guar. That's G-W-A-R. G-W-A-R. Guap, got it. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. He's Mike Harmon. I'm Dan Byer. We have a brand new fantasy football podcast called I Want Your Flex. Twice a week, every Tuesday and Friday, we come up with new episodes to not only look back at what happened, what you need to do at that minute, and also look ahead of what's coming up in the fantasy football world. That's right, Dan. Every week, we're going to scour the waiver wire to find the pickups to turbo boost your fantasy lineup, sits, starts, fantasy football players' rankings to get you ready to dominate the competition. Listen to I Want Your Flex with Mike Harmon and me, Dan Beyer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts there are some things that are too good to keep a secret like how your amex platinum card helps you have the perfect trip i'd like to check into the centurion lounge or how it seems like you always get those hard to snag tables Ooh, yum and how you get the most out of select can't miss events with access to the centurion lounge resi priority notified and amex card member benefits at select events You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Earlier today, we got another, I wouldn't say clue, but I would say another putting my foot down is when we're going to see an exciting rookie quarterback actually take over for his new team. Now, we know Zach Wilson's already playing. He's fantastic. Ah, Jimmy Garoppolo and the Niners won. It, it's good for a bit. Trey Lance is not coming. Jimmy. But how about Justin Fields, right? Come on. That pedestrian 14-point Bears offense. Let's see Justin Fields. Matt Nagy said, eh, not quite yet. After seeing Andy Dalton live, I think what Bears fans want to know is what does Dalton give you that at this point Justin Fields does not? That's a good question. I understand it. Uh, but when you look back and you say, and after you're able to watch the tape and see where you're at, you, you, you know that we talked about, and I, I brought it up in regards to producing and scoring touchdowns and, and winning. And so we're always evaluating that. But I thought that Andy did a pretty good job yesterday of being able to you know, get the ball out to guys where he needed to in certain situations. I, I, you look back and the biggest the biggest error that he had was that interception to start the game. And sometimes those can be big ones because that's a momentum deal right on third down. So without getting into the comparisons too much, I just think that right now when we're evaluating Andy that I thought he did 
uh, a good job of being able to put us in, in good situations and then using Justin when we did. Justin did well, too. Now, he went on to say, uh, in addition today, that A, will know the time when it's time for Justin to play, but Andy is the guy. First of all, I love the question how leading it was by the reporter. Hey, after seeing Andy Dalton live, like now we've all seen it. You can't hide it anymore from us. We all saw Andy Dalton live, and he stunk. When are you going to fix this, Matt Nagy? So I kind of like that leading question. Uh, But, you know, the thing is, Mike, with this, Number one, this is about extending his time as Bears head coach, right? It's how all head coaches who see themselves uh, near the end, how do I give myself at least a little bit more time to turn this around, right? If he goes to Justin Fields early in the season and Justin Fields is okay but they don't win, guess what? It's a new head coach with Justin Fields next year. But if he waits and waits and waits and waits, and boy, the team is not very good because he knows the Bears are not very good. But I go to Justin Fields' middle of the season when it's about time. Boy, Justin Fields plays well, shows promise. Maybe Matt Nagy can get one more year, right? This is all part of what, how, how head coaches figure out a way to stay on. Hey, I could fire the offensive coordinator now after week one, but uh, if I do and we still stink, then it's really on me. If I wait till the end of the season to fire the offensive coordinator, I can say, hey, look, I got to get a new OC. You got to give me another year. And they'll say, okay, bring another assistant, and I get another year to be a head coach in the NFL. This is all, how do I keep my job uh, as long as I can before I have to put Justin Fields in? But the best part of it is it's coming at some point soon. There can't be that many more weeks of watching Andy Dalton, the Bears losing, where it's what are we doing by not putting Justin Fields in? the, The best thing I can say is it's coming soon. It's not nearly soon enough, and the Bears clearly biffed it by not getting him ready for the beginning of the season because, look, that's how he would be able to really stay if you're Matt Nagy. I'll get Justin Fields ready to play. He's really good from the jump. We're not bad. Guess what? Then I'm staying. Then by week five or week six, you know, Matt Nagy is staying as head coach because Justin Fields is good. The team is competing and and I've already done it. Not have to worry about it. He's trying the other way. Now he's going to try to roll out uh, and and extend things uh, until he absolutely has to make a move. Had he gone to him earlier and maybe he's better and he's playing right away, it could change things. But at the very least, it's coming at some point soon. I mean, I, you know, it's not soon enough for Bears fans. I get this. It's not soon enough for any fans in the NFL that want to see a really exciting player. But it's coming at some point soon. It's just a matter of time. It's not that we're going to wait till week 11, week 12. It's coming. It will be here. And we will get to see him play a good part of the season. They, they put that on Andy and uh, just put it on his shoulder. Mooney ran the wrong route. They had a false start after the nonsense of bringing Justin Fields in on that drive, but after moving the ball down the field. But, hey, that doesn't matter because everybody's worried about the pretty ball thrown by Matthew Stafford and, oh, it's Justin Fields. No, they moved the ball. They won the first down margin. They had consistent play except for their defense and the cuteness of bringing in Justin Fields. I'm still a believer they can win with Andy Dalton. Uh, I, I think there's a lot of other issues with this squad that are bigger. To your point about Nagy and, and trying to manipulate things to save his job, yeah, I think there's some of that to a degree. But he's also, according to most reports, he's already got the extra year just added on to his contract. So I don't think it's as um, as much of a hot seat, even though I think he's 4-1 to one right now, uh, the leader in the clubhouse to be the first guy fired. But yeah, it's I it, that was not that game was not on Andy Dalton uh, at all. 
but I, I know that's what everybody wants, the shiny new toy at quarterback, and they saw him run in a touchdown, so it became a, hey, let's go, let's go, let's go. That's why I've been, I've been talking about it all week. Of I, I don't think folks really actually watched the Bears side of things or were convinced that Justin Fields needed to play before anybody took a snap on Sunday night football. Likewise, the deification of Matthew Stafford on the other side. Congratulations. It's a great effort. Uh, He threw to air, right? How many times did you see that stat on Cooper Cup's reception pop up on your timeline today? He was open by 11.3 yards, the longest and most distance between he and a defender, I I think, since... uh, the Civil War era uh, and the beginning of professional football. Uh, you know, it's it's that kind of thing that we're, we're going through uh, in this process. But Matt Nagy, sure, you're always trying to figure out how to save your job. Uh, but again, they, I think he's already got that security mix therein. Uh, his week would be better spent trying to figure out how the hell to fix the defense and to actually pay attention when the defense is on the field. You know, you are the head coach and everything. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. There's a story today in the NFL about a player who's going to miss the game Sunday. There's a little bit of drama to it, but the fact that it's kind of a meh story and the drama doesn't push the buttons for you, move the needle like it used to, uh, this is the day when you realize that Odell Beckham Jr. is no longer a star. Right? He's gone from being one of the white-hot megastars in the NFL. Now he is just a guy. And, and the story that, hey, he, Odell Beckham's going to miss Sunday's game. Oh, okay. He missed last week. Okay. Can he play? There's been no setback. Okay. He had a cryptic tweet quoting uh, Drake lyrics about uh, being real and having secrets. Oh, okay. I mean, really, that's been the reaction to this story, where a couple of years ago, if he's going to miss a game and there's not a statement on it and Odell is doing something really cryptic on social media, it's all we're talking about. What does Odell mean? Does he want out? Does he want to trade? What if he was here? What if he was there? And since that, this story has been met with it's a line in a a summary that if you have him on your fantasy team, you're not playing and you got to find somebody else. Odell is just a guy. I mean, since he's gone to Cleveland, this is what happens sometimes when you leave New York and he, you know, he wasn't happy and he, he was a guy that, that caused controversy. The Giants were done with his act. He goes to Cleveland and his first game, he wears a watch on the field. I can't believe the guy's wearing a watch. That was a big story. But then all his stories became a little bit less, say, we're not paying as much attention. He's fined for wearing the Joker cleats. He punches Marlon Humphrey. But when you have declining numbers and you are injury prone, remember he had core muscle surgery, tore his ACL and missed declining numbers last year. Uh, that's going to be it for you. All right? you. You put those in, decline, the, the declining production, the injuries, not even the assorted off the field silliness or the things that made Odell Beckham Jr. a front burner story for the longest time really matter anymore oh yeah Odell's not playing Ooh, he put cryptic Drake lyrics up okay hey what's Zach Wilson doing right now I mean that that's really it's what it is with Odell Beckham Jr. and it's not that he's not still a good football player can he still be okay I think so did the Browns absolutely need him no I mean he makes the team a little bit better because you have to account for Odell Beckham Jr. when he's on the field but uh the Browns did pretty well last year without him 
And, you know, right now he's a guy that the Browns are looking at going, man, the guys we can bring in, we can get out from under that contract. The guys we can bring in. That's what Odell Beckham Jr. is right now. He is no longer a star. He was. He was a big, white-hot superstar for a while, but now he's just a guy. Well, and that's the the hard part. You know, everybody hits that stage, right? You go back to the years he had coming into the league, 14, 15, 16, incredible and off the charts, an injury season in 17, comes back with a better season in 2018. But you look at the touchdown totals, they've been down. The explosive play is down. Back-to-back 1,000-yard seasons in 18 and 19. And then the injury-prone 20, and I'd predicted before before the injury issues uh, occurred last year that it would be Jarvis Landry to lead the team along with the run game, right? Short, intermediate passes, guy who's uh, the best uh, of the route runners. And with Odell Beckham Jr., what, one of the big things for Baker Mayfield was not to be myopic and buy into any of the noise. Not that it was necessarily coming from Odell. I, I don't want anybody to confuse that, is that – the outside expectations and wishing, wanting, hoping that Odell Beckham Jr. would go back to being the 12 or 13 touchdown guy averaging 15 yards a catch that he was early in his career. That just wasn't going to happen, especially with Chubb and Kareem Hunt there to help balance things. And really, Baker Mayfield doesn't have to wing the ball all around the yard most weeks. Kansas City notwithstanding, and those last couple of drives where it was suddenly on his arm, and uh, that's been talked at uh, at nauseum over the course of the week, so we'll just leave it there. But for Odell Beckham Jr., yeah, he's, he's a part of the machine, and if he can stay healthy, he's part of the machine, but he's not the star anymore. Doesn't have the same glitz, glam, Mets gala kind of bravado that he had once upon a time. I mean, just look at him. The last time he was truly great, like when was the last time? When was the last time that Odell Beckham Jr. was a great player? We look at boy, he was really great. The last time he was great was 2016. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the last time he was great. He's like Cam Newton. You fans are still under the illusion. Even last year when the Patriots signed Cam Newton, it was, and I say it all the time, whoa, people are putting his highlights with the Panthers. If this is the Cam Newton the Patriots are getting, they're going to win the Super Bowl. Uh, dude, it's been five years since Cam Newton's been great. Five years. Five years. He's been injured, ineffective. He's not going to be great. And now after one year, he's out of a job, and he's probably not going to play in the NFL again. Odell Beckham, the last time he was great was 2016 because then he was injured and then he had a a down year from what he had had previously and then he was injured again and now he's injured again to start the season the last time he was great was five years ago all right and the thing is the guy's still young enough to be a great wide receiver he'd still be young enough if he had still been able to stay on the field were able to 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 find a way to put numbers up getting another huge contract the next time he's up for a big deal he could still get that next big deal and Instead, now, who's going to pay him? The Browns are going to try to get out of what's going on with him, and then where is he going to go where he's going to get paid? Nobody. He's not going anywhere. I mean, really, he's the Cam Newton of 2021. The last time he was great was five years ago. Yeah, he's a, he's a guy, though, but it, with the need for as many wideouts as you have on most rosters, if he's willing to play uh, for minimal money and can stay healthy, he'll have a spot. But the, the days of that 2016 Odell, long gone. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st. 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.